Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living.
rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. Hi, welcome, 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 those of you who are visiting, um, I don't see anybody, well, in person and online. Ah, today is bittersweet because we're excited to be here this morning, but we're sad that Matthew is not here with us because for those of you who did not hear, Matthew Rybert, our business manager, made his transition unexpectedly last Wednesday. And so I just wanted us to just gently close our eyes and take a deep breath and just have a moment of silence in memory of Matthew. So let's go ahead and gently close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Bring your attention down into your heart center. And just hold a space of love. Just for a brief pause. To celebrate and remember him in your heart. We are grateful that we've known him, and we thank you, God, for letting him be a part of our spiritual community. Amen. We do not know about any funeral arrangements or anything, but I will let you know as soon as we do, and if there are none, if we don't hear anything, we will do one ourselves. We're definitely going to do our own, so I just want to let you know that. I'll be working with, that, with the board with that. We will do our own. So let's give Matthew a hand. Can you stand up and give Matthew a hand? Let's stand up and give him a hand. Woo! Thank you so much. I'm going to have Lois now come up and do our announcement. You just sat back down. <laughs> Did you, did you hear me? <laughs> you hear me now? I love you. Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. And welcome to our visitors here in person and you who are joining us online. Good morning, Sharon. <laughs> We're so happy that you're here with us today and hope that you will be uplifted and inspired by our music team and by the lesson by Reverend Kelly. If this is your first time here in person, please take a welcome packet from the table outside the sanctuary. I'm Lois Jones, and I'll be sharing the announcements with you today. Please join us after service in the social hall for fellowship, refreshments, and maybe some surprising homemade treats. Is that right, Jody? <laughs> Are you still feeling a little stressed, a little anxious? No more stress. The men's and women's groups will meet together today at 1145 in the social hall. 
Elmarie Newson will facilitate a self-healing relaxation technique that can relieve anxiety. This, this technique involves the use of your hands on your body, on your body. Due, <laughs> Due to the releasing of toxins, it is important that you bring water to drink at the end of the session. Everyone is welcome. UFH Ukuleles Group's first meeting, lesson, and play is next Sunday, April 23rd from 11.15 a.m. to 1 p.m. in room two. So bring your ukulele, your voice, or both. Guess if you come and your voice will come with you. Come prepared to discuss ideas and needs. Hey, spring is here. April showers will be here sometime today. And so are the weeds and dandelions. So get out those garbage bags, uh, yard bags, your garden tools like clippers, rakes, hoes, shovels, wheelbarrows, whatever else I, I didn't mention, and some gloves and join in the cleanup and beautification of the front yard and grounds. Cleanup begins on Saturday, April 29th, from 12 noon to 4 p.m. All ages are welcome, 9 to 99. <laughs> Remember, our capital campaign fundraiser for this month is, what is it? April's Not Fooling. April's Not Fooling. Our anonymous supporter is not fooling either. Every $1,000 or more capital campaign donation above regular monthly donations or tithe will be matched with a $1,000 donation. The match donation made by the supporter to date is $4,000. The challenge ends April 30th. Hey, let's let the anonymous supporter know we're not fooling either. Reverend, Reverend Kelly will facilitate a seven-week class from Emily Cady's book, How I Use Truth, beginning May 2nd through June 13th, from 6.30 p.m. to 8.45 p.m. Discover how your life can be transformed by the power of thoughts and beliefs, how to find the truth in your heart, and how to apply these truths in every area of your life. To sign up for this class, please email seniorminister at ufh.com. The required textbook is How I Use Truth by Emily Cady. Love offering donation is appreciated. Hey, it's time for fun. Our next game night and dinner, not steak, but dinner is Friday, May 5th at 6.30 p.m. Everyone is welcome. Please see Eileen Lindbergh, Eileen, to sign up. Now, if you sign up, Please, please don't be a no-show. The dinner menu is based on sign-up numbers. So show up if you sign up. We're counting you. Mark your calendars for su Sunday, May 7th, for our town hall meeting. It will take place after service at 11.30 in the social hall. Find out what's up from the board and Reverend Kelly. What's up, Michael? <laughs> Get updated on upcoming events, plans, finances, and answers to your questions. Eileen Lindbergh is our prayer chaplain today and will be available to pray with you after service 
near the patio doors in the rear. Please move out of the sanctuary immediately after service to provide a quiet and sacred space for the prayer chaplain and those in prayer. To stay abreast of our activities and upcoming events, please visit unityfh.com, check out our Facebook page, or read through the newsletter that's emailed every Friday. And now, as the music team sings, Surely the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and minds to hear the daily word and our opening prayer and meditation. Thank you. like to gently close your eyes to hear and listen to it that's fine otherwise you can keep your eyes open if you like the daily word for today Sunday April 16th 2023 is world peace our affirmation reads I live my vision for a peaceful world and the message reads to bring about peace in the world I begin by paying attention to my first reaction when I feel I have been treated unjustly. I do not deny my feelings, but neither do I allow anger, en envy, or other negative feelings to take control of my response. I feel my feelings, but I remain committed to living in the truth I know. Regardless of behavior, every person is a living being, a living expression of God. I call upon my divine faculties of love, faith, and strength to guide my steps. No matter how another responds, I remain centered in God. My efforts make a difference. Peace between individuals creates peace within families, in communities, and among the nations of the world. Our Bible verse for today comes from Isaiah 32, 16, and it reads, the effect of righteousness will be peace, and the result of righteousness, quietness and trust forever. Let us pray. So if you haven't already, I invite you to gently close your eyes, and let's take a deep cleansing breath. Bring your attention down into the center of your chest, which is our heart center. Releasing the hustle and bustle of this morning. Releasing thoughts of what you have to do after service today. 
and bringing your attention into this now present moment. As we acknowledge that there is only one power and only one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, and that is God the good omnipotent. And as we breathe into that knowing, we know that God is everything we need. We surrender all that concerns us in this moment. And just tune into the presence of this moment. Feel and experience a deep sense of peace within. God, we let our bodies relax in the knowing that all is well. We release what we think we know. We allow our human side to decrease that the spirit in us may increase. We acknowledge and welcome your spiritual energy right in here. Feeling and experiencing more of you, God. It is our desire to know you more, the relationship with you on a deeper level, to learn more, to step in truth, and to live the truth that we know. Let us just sit in that feeling of love. Let it radiate into every aspect of your being just for a little bit. Imagining yourselves becoming bright beacons of love and light. going out to connect with the lights and commune with the lights of everyone else's spirit in here. Until this whole room is lit up with the presence of love and light. Expanding all the way into the children's church room. <coughs> all the way into the whole facility every aspect of this building. Radiating out into the entire block. Love and light extending until the whole earth is filled with our presence. That's how infinite we are. Breathe in love. And let as you exhale, let it radiate from your heart out more brightly. And continue to do that. Set that intention that even when you don't know you're doing it, as your heart is pumping, love and light is going out into the world for the rest of this day. And let's set the intention that it will happen for the rest of our life. 
God, we thank you for your mighty gift of love that we are using, that we are the presence of to radiate within this sanctuary, out into the church, and out into the world. We thank you for blessing this prayer, for blessing us, for blessing this service, and for being a blessing in our life for the rest of our life. close this meditation and prayer, lifting it up in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. And now let us go ahead and affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible, one presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. Say that two more times. I am an individualized expression of God. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us go ahead and affirm our growth affirmation together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers and teachers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate Spirit-filled world.
You know, it's, um, it's interesting how things always divinely come in order. That was a perfect song for today. That was a perfect song to open up today's uh, service. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, the song that you guys sang was the perfect song to open up the service, and that was the perfect song for today, <clears throat> for the talk title, the talk, rather. I was... Um, sitting with God on what to talk about today because I was going to go back to continuing our study on the parables. But, you know, I always sit with God, and I, it takes me a minute. Sometimes, like I usually have my talk titles to um, Faith and used to be Matthew by, um, and the rest of the crew on my list by Thursday evening. Um, however, I was sitting with God and working with God and didn't feel led to go into the rest of the study of the parables today because I knew that we needed to address what's happened and how, um, you know, we're not going to go into a, mem a memorial today. That we're going to do on, in its own time. You do things in its own divinely appointed time. Today is a, a talk to, to what we do when we get to move forward when you get hit so hard like this. So it actually socked me in the gut. You ever not know how much somebody cares for you until you know you're not going to see them anymore? You know, I mean, I had known Matthew since I got here in 2018, and he had just got here, and we were learning to, to um, work together, you know. It took him the minute to realize that I was his, you know, his, uh, the minister and in charge. He even had to have Michael, the business, the, um, you know, president, board president, call him and tell him, yes, she's your superior. She's the minister of the church. You have to do what she says, you know, because he had gotten a little bit powerful, you know. Um, so there was a, it, it was a minute of that, but then, as, then we went into COVID, and so we were navigating through COVID, and then we uh, kind of got into our groove, and we started doing well, and the church started doing well. He was an intricate part of that with the board and me and all of you working together to do our parts. It was like a well-oiled machine, and last year, we brought in almost $200,000, y'all. That's some sweet business. So he and I had gotten to a place where we were, uh, I won't say he was my uh, work husband because he wasn't, but I will say that, you know, sometimes people say that's my work wife or my work husband. He wasn't. But it was a really good flow in a relationship on running this church where I respected him and demanded respect from y'all for him, and he respected me. And that was really powerful. However, I didn't know how much he had wormed his little self into my heart. Well, not really little self, because he wasn't little, but his self into my heart, you know. I said that out loud, didn't I? <laughs> Sometimes, Steve, I, I don't, I'm not always good at filtering, so just bear with me, okay? But anyway, it hit me, and those questions come up, what are you going to do? I don't have these passwords. I don't have that. And there's other things in life, life that happen to us that sock you in the gut where you have no idea how you're going to handle it, what's going to go on. I, somebody passed away. You know, there's some people who are married, and maybe the husband or the wife handles the 
the finances or whatever, and then when one of the, the person who passes away who did handle that, the other one's like, how do I take care of that? You know, that's why my husband has all my passwords, so he can handle it. <laughs> I'm just joking, he handles the finances. Just joking, Howard. He has the control. But I'm okay with it. You say, sure. <laughs> That's how it was when Matthew quiet as his kept. Sure. Right. Yeah, he is a Virgo. Yes. Which I love, I love, I love having the Virgos in my life. No, but I, as I was going through that, you know, you go through the ups and downs and the in and outs on how we're going to do this, how we're going to do that, talking to the board members and getting to the space. And Michael said, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And on the first hand, it's like, what do you mean it's going to be okay? Like the human side, how are you going to tell me it's going to be okay? But it is going to be okay. And so I, as I sat with that, the last part of the prayer for protection that we pray, is not actually the last part of the prayer, it's a longer prayer, that wherever I am, God is and all is well, came to me. So that became my talk title that I sat with for, for this week, from Wednesday, that all is well well. And that was deep. It gave me some comfort. So when I sat with a, um, what, okay, what do I use for my text for today? You know, and I, all I kept seeing was Daniel encouraging himself. In, in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 30, I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to go into, um, we're going to use uh, verse 6, which is major for me. <clears throat> And the part of verse 6, which he might put the whole thing up there, but the part of verse 6 that matters to me is when it said, um, but David found strength in the Lord his God. Now, in the King James Version, it says David encouraged himself. And I was, I was looking at that and thinking about that. What does that mean? David encouraged himself. And to encourage means to strengthen, to motivate, to celebrate, to be in a space of knowing that everything's okay, to move forward in it. But the truth is, unless you know that last part of the prayer for protection, that wherever I am, God is, and then all is well, you can't encourage yourself. You seriously can't. Now, we say it every week. But do you know what you're saying? Do you really truly believe what you're saying? The only way that, you, that David could tru truly encourage himself was because he was a true man that lived in the Lord. It said he encouraged himself in the Lord. He strengthened himself in the Lord as God, which meant he had a relationship with God. Is there someone in your life when you're going through something, they're the first person you think to call? You call them and you feel better. Is there? What if that person leaves? What if that person dies? Now what? What if you, the person doesn't answer the phone? Now what? And that happens to me all the time. My dad, Howard won't answer the phone. My daddy won't answer the phone. My best friend won't answer the phone. It used to be my sister who passed away. What if that person is not there? Now, David, in this space that I'm talking about, in this right here where it says verse 6, what had happened is they were coming back 
from trying to join the Philistine army, and they were rejected. So they're coming back home, and they realize that in their little town, it has been uh, raided by their enemies. They're all their children and, and uh, wives and everything, livestock, everything has been stolen and taken away. And then they come back to ashes because the city, the town has been burned up. Have no family, no nothing. How many times in our life do we feel that way? When we have those moments where everything we relied on, everything we depended on, seemingly is burned away or taken away from us. Or you don't see how it can work itself out. We go through those times in life, and the thing is, even when you live in God, life still happens. That's just the truth. Jesus said, be of good cheer. He said, you will have trials and tribulations, but he says, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world, meaning he's overcome all of those things that he experienced, unexpected things especially. Now, the ones that are expected, you can prepare yourself for, right? We had no way of preparing ourselves for what happened to us in this church, and I'm sure that you guys have had some experiences sometimes where you had no expectation that something was going to happen, and it happened, and it literally socked you in the gut. In the daily word, as I was reading it, it said, I will allow myself to feel the feelings. Let me see if I can, it's over here, and follow spirit, y'all. I feel my feelings, but I remain committed to living the truth I know. The fifth unity principle, living the truth you know. There's another verse that hit me, and this is from David too. Psalm 23. You guys know Psalm 23. Let me just stop for a second and pray. Because I feel a rush of spirit. And I feel you all at the same time. And I feel those who are watching. And I got to anchor myself. So, God, let me root myself in you even more deeply as you did with David, as you did with Jesus, as you do with me always. Every time I stop and center in you, acknowledge you. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm acknowledging you. Give me the voice, give me the words, make it clear. So, I decrease my human that my spirit may rise up. And I thank you for letting me. Hear your message and be your message. Thank you, God. Amen. In Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. There's down there in verse 4, it says, even when I walk, this is different. It, in the King James Version, it says, what, yea, though I walk through the valley of the, of, the shep, of, the, of the valley of death, I shall fear no evil, 
for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff that comforts me. That's in the, in the King James Version, right? You know that version more. But in this version, it says, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Jesus, uh, uh, David knew that God was close beside him. Do you know that God is close beside you? If you do, even when you are socked in the gut by something unexpected, you still hold on to the silver lining that God's presence is there, something big is going to happen out of this, and I am held and comforted in the Lord. Does that make sense? Yes. And you will encourage yourself in the Lord as well. There's more than just strengthening yourself, acknowledging yourself, motivating yourself. The other part of the encouraging yourself is what it says in Psalm 34, uh, 1. <clears throat> in Psalm 34, 1, it says, I will praise the Lord. Is it up there? At what, y'all? All times. Let's say that whole thing again. I will praise the Lord at all times. Say the rest of it. I will constantly speak his praises. What? Say it again. I will constantly speak his praises. That's not easy to do, but you have to do it. If you want to walk in living the truth that you know. You have to keep your consciousness in a state of being elevated even when your human side is in a state of being hurt. That balances you, opens you up to hear the truth of God, to follow the truth of God, and to be the truth of God as you live the truth that you know. Does that make sense? Yes. And so I am taking accountability and responsibility as your spiritual leader to keep myself rooted in that. I am taking responsibility and taking accountability to be in the space that when you come to me, you will be reminded that God is in this place, God is in the presence of this situation, and we can stay in a cheerful place that it's all going to work itself out. You guys had this kind of happen before, didn't you? Yes. Not that the next business manager would might happen to them, but we're just saying, you guys have had this happen before. You guys even split as a church before. When I came, you guys were bringing it back together. The remnant was coming together to stand in faith. And you used affirmations to make this church grow, right? You believed in those affirmations, right? You celebrated those affirmations and those truths, right? You believed the affirmation would work, right? Well, there's nothing different now. It's no different. You practice it completely all the time to continue to stand in it and be the presence of it. We can celebrate the fact that we had the experience of a business manager who, went, who, who pretty much did a good job. <laughs> pretty much did a good job. Not communicating with people, I don't know. But pretty much did a good job. Amen? Amen. Did that come out again? Shoot, I got to. <laughs> Open mouth, insert voice. But it doesn't stop it from hurting. And it doesn't stop us from having moments of sadness. We acknowledge those moments of sadness. Let the human, because we're fully human and fully spirit, let the human express itself and comfort each other. We're coming together. It's no, God knows what God's doing. 
we just had our new member sun, uh, Sunday, and in the new member Sunday, we talked about feeding the multitudes and coming together as a team, as a, as a family, as a group, letting the, how the disciples came together to feed those multitudes. We talked about stepping into a multitude consciousness for situations that may be too bigger than us, that in our human, we cannot do it, but with God, all things are possible. We talked about this. And then we talked about being resurrected and walking in the resurrection and the life. That as you release and transmute your thoughts into higher vibrations, you can never visit again. You are immortally walking in the consciousness of your truth on a higher level. Amen? Amen. Now, when you move to a higher level, life doesn't go on in it. Don't be rinky-dink. I, I know that was broken English, but I just came out how I came out. It will meet you where you are. It will meet you where you are. And we are equipped to handle this. We also talked about when we did the multitude that God called us, God gave us authority and power, and God is sending us out, right? So there's sometimes going to be changes for us to practice and be the demonstration of what it is that we are empowered and authorized to be. I encourage each and every one of you to step in your place of encouraging yourself. The beautiful thing is we have the way on how to do it. I love Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. It is powerful to me. I love this, I love this, I love this. And of course, you might have heard it according to the King James Version. I'm going to read the New Living Translation Version. And feel free to bring your Bibles anytime. You can bring your Bibles. And some of you, I know, read it on your phones. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, do what? Pray about what? Everything. About something? Everything. About one or two things? Everything. About maybe a little bit of something. Everything. What's that word say? I wish I'd have had, uh, I wish I'd have had uh, time for Howard to go, woo, so that word can just come out of us, and then we put on some 3D glasses and see it come at us, because that is the truth. You don't work, you pray about everything. If you already have a relationship with God, you're already doing it. You're talking to God before your spouse, before your best friend, before anybody else. You're already doing it. So the first thing you do is what? Don't worry. Say don't worry. Don't worry. Be, happy. Be happy. I just like that song. Uh, say it again. Don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy. Don't, uh, and then what else does it say? Pray about everything. everything. And that's, so that's two. One, don't worry. Two, be happy. No. Pray about everything. <laughs> three, confess. It says, what does number three say? The, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. So that's three and four. And so, uh, com no, confess everything you need. That's affirming it's already yours. God, please give me a new business manager. No. The business manager is ready and waiting for us to get it a call. Coming to us and us coming to it. And Matthew has prepared the space and blessed the space for that person to walk into those steps. Amen? Amen. Do you believe that? Yes. Good. I'm glad. I, I'm glad. I'm not. Y'all not brand new. Yeah, you got it. So there. there. there you go. 
So we confess it, which is the part of the fourth unity principle, affirmations and denial. So when you don't worry, you're denying the power of the circumstance of the situation. And then you step into prayer, com coming into union with the presence of God. And as you're in that union with the presence of God, what you do in that union with the presence of God is confess what you need. You acknowledge it as if it's already so. We have a business manager. We're calling forth that business manager and bookkeeper and facilities person and web design person and email blast person. God, he had a lot of things to do. He was busy. Every single role that he played is already, already has the perfect divine person to step into that space, right? Y'all right. got evidence of that, right? Then you experience, it says you will have peace beyond all understanding. That's in verse 7. It says, then you will experience peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Jesus Christ. Let's say that last part that says as. Say it again. As you live in Jesus, uh, uh, well, Christ Jesus. Why does it say Christ Jesus? Because it means as you live in the consciousness where you let the Christ lead the human. As a church, we have to let Christ lead us. I've been doing my best to do that. The board keeps me in line. I keep the board in line. I'm asking you all to do that too. I'm asking you all to come to a consciousness where you let Christ lead you. You cannot do that unless you continue to go inside, sit with God, visit that relationship with God, celebrate who you are in God, and be that expression of God. Confess your feelings. Confess what you need. Affirm what you need. Acknowledge it's already yours. Sit in the presence of how it will feel when you have what you need, and then walk out and act if you already got it. We already got a business manager and all those other things I listed in this church. And if there's any talents in this church that will come forth to do it, I have a feeling that's going to happen. When I came here, there were so many people doing things that they normally ordinarily did, wouldn't have done, but this pushes us to go past our comfort zone and step into higher and greater gifts and talents that are laying latent inside of us. I celebrate the presence of God together. I celebrate the presence of God. I sit in the presence of God together. I am the presence of God. There's something that Helen Keller said that it's a quote that she said that I, um, I really like. She said, alone we can do so little, but together we can do so much. We have been doing so much, y'all, together. We got to keep doing it. This feels like a setback. But what if it is that God knows what God's doing? Like seriously, do you think God knows what God's doing? Yes. Do you believe God knows what God's doing? Yes. Do you acknowledge and walk in the truth that God knows what God's doing? 
Yes, God, you know what you're doing. Together, God, you know what you're doing. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So we're going to pray. Well, first, we're not going to worry. And if you see anybody worrying, just let them, in them, let them do their little thing. And then you say, are you finished? Let's get going. So you don't worry. You pray and acknowledge by going into union with God. You confess what you need by acknowledging what you need. Then you experience how it will feel when you have what you need. I want you all to close your eyes. And I want you to experience the church going, working as smoothly as if it hasn't skipped a beat. And even more smoothly as we come together with a new business manager and all the roles that were played by Matthew. That God has filled that role and we are blessing Matthew's legacy by going even greater than we did when he was here. Amen? Amen. And so the last part, which we will say again, you can open your eyes is we will thank God for what God's already done. And we will, you already envisioned it in your mind. We celebrate that as if it is so right now. Amen? Amen. Thank you.
thing on I'm just kidding <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh that was beautiful wasn't it that's one of my favorite songs and you do it so well Laurel like I said a perfect songs for a perfect service and all is well so we can be at peace amen, amen. so let's gently close your eyes take a deep breath breathing into a state of prosperity and peace bring to mind what you feel led to give for today's service Thank God for it in your heart. And let's go ahead and acknowledge our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. Let's stand up so we can uh, uh, do our prayer for protection. Knowing that that last piece is why we know it's all, all good, because God is with us and all is well. So let's say this, holding the space for everybody here 
and for everybody who is missing Matthew today. Amen? Amen. Together, the light of God surrounds us, the love of God enfolds us, the power of God protects us, the presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.